Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 3 episode 88 of this daily study podcast. Today uh, we are continuing with our study of the Come Follow Me materials covering March the 22nd to March the 28th, Doctrine and Covenants section 29. And we are going to cover uh, the section in, in the Doctrine and Covenants section 29, which is kind of from verse 9. Uh, all the way through to verse tw- uh, 28 or so, uh, or about 30. We're not going to read all of it. Um, you're more than welcome to read it all in your own time. But I do want to address this. This isn't actually covered in the Come Follow Me manual, but I felt it was important to address. So when you're reading this, because this is a big chunk uh, of this section, there is some pretty scary stuff that we read. Um, so in verse nine, it says, for the hour is nigh and the day is soon at hand when the earth is ripe and all the proud and they that do wickedly shall be as stubble. And I will burn them up, said, saith the Lord of hosts, for the that wickedness shall not be upon the earth. Now, of course, um, we have spoken a while ago about what that burning may look like. And it was referred to at one point that that burning may refer to actually rather than a physical burning of these people. Uh, that it refers to the Holy Ghost. We talk about the baptism of fire. We talk about the, the burning of the Spirit in our bosom at some points, uh, and perhaps it refers to that. Uh, and yeah, that's a lovely idea. But we can't get away from the fact that there are other things described in this section which, frankly, are a lot more graphic than this. Uh, first of all, in verse 11, it says, For I will reveal myself from heaven with power and great glory and all the ho- with all the hosts thereof. And dwell with in righteousness with men on earth a thousand years, and the wicked shall not stand. Um, this is an exciting blessing. It is it is something which uh, is available to those that follow Christ. That there will be they will be with him in the last day. Uh, Joseph Fielding Smith said this quote: "Read what is written in our scriptures. Read what he himself has said. When he comes, he will cleanse the earth from all its wickedness. And speaking of the church, he, he has said." He would send his angels and they would gather out his of his kingdom, which is the church, all things that offend. Then we are going to have a new earth, a new heaven. The earth shall be renewed for a thousand years and there shall be peace and Christ, whose right it is, shall reign. Afterwards will come the death of the earth, its resurrection, its glorification as the abode of the righteous. Or they who belong to the celestial kingdom and they only shall dwell upon the face of it. Close quote. So we know that those that follow Christ and those that even those that maybe at this at that time haven't followed Christ, but they are a good person. They will also be there and they will be, have the opportunity to accept Christ. And every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is the Christ. We have that wonderful picture uh, in the Come Follow Me manual, which I'll try and share as well, uh, which shows Christ and many, many around him bowing down to, to him as the saviour, as, as king of kings and lord of lords. Um but then it talks about, um, it goes into kind of the signs and, and the Lord talks about the signs that will accompany this time when uh, he will come to the earth. Uh, he says about the trump sounding upon Mount Zion, uh, Mount Sinai, sorry. Uh, and there will be all these things. So let's have a read of them because, uh, you know, it is something we have to look at. Uh, it says in verse 14, but behold, I say unto you that before this great day shall come, the sun shall be darkened, the moon shall be turned to blood, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and there shall be greater signs in heaven above and in the earth beneath. And there will be weeping and wailing among the hosts of men, 
and there shall be great, a great hailstorm sent forth to destroy the crops of the earth. And it shall come to pass because of the wickedness of the world that I will take vengeance upon the wicked, for they will not repent, for the cup of mine indignation is full. For behold, my blood is not cleansed, shall not cleanse them if they hear me not. Wherefore, here we go, I, the Lord God, will send forth flies upon the face of the earth, which shall take hold of the inhabitants thereof, and shall eat their flesh, and cause maggots to come upon in among them. And their tongue shall be stayed, that they shall not utter against me, and their flesh shall fall from their, their bones, and their eyes from their sockets. And, and, it, can, and it carries on. It's, it's pretty uh, intense stuff, let's just say. Um, but we have to remember a couple of things here. First of all, uh, when we talk about the wicked, indeed, you know, we know that there will be great punishments for the wicked. Joseph Fielding Smith uh, said this, quote, But we who live in the present day shall take heed and profit by the experiences of those who have gone before and not fall into their grievous errors. We should remember that the same warnings have been given to us and to all the inhabitants of the earth that destruction awaits this age unless men refrain from wickedness and abominations. Let us not forget that the Lord has said, it would should be in this day as it was in the days of Noah. We should remember also that he is still a God of wrath as well as a God of love, and that he has promised to pour out his wrath upon the ungodly and to take vengeance upon the wicked who will not repent. Close quote. And of course, you know, this is true. You know, this is a prophet of God saying this. And I think that it's important for us to recognize and remember that the Lord will take his vengeance upon the wicked. But can I just say, if you are listening to a podcast particularly my podcast, which I have to say, you know, is not the uh, the most professional podcast um, about scriptures. You are clearly someone uh, who is not wicked. Yes, of course, you may be making a mistake repeatedly that you're trying to repent of. Yes, you may be uh, unsure about the choices you're making in your life and you may think that you make wrong choices every day. And guess what? All of us do. But if you're listening to a podcast about the scriptures and you're seeking to try and better yourself through the study of the scriptures... I don't think you're wicked. Um, you know, of course, you know, we are trying our best each and every day. And as we are trying to involve the Saviour more in our lives, we are not wicked. Um, there are people on this earth who do not follow the Saviour who are not classed, I think, as wicked. Someone who is wicked, someone who is completely refusing to repent of their sins, is someone who knows, first of all, that they need to repent of their sins, understands this, and yet still willfully and rebelliously make those wrong choices each day and do not try and connect with their saviour. That is probably not you if you're listening to this podcast right now. And it is probably not many of the people that you know even. Um, it is a probably a smaller group of people that we think that will have these things happen to them at the second coming. Um, of course, you know, in terms of the celestial kingdom, I think that's something that's different. Um, but in terms of, you know, those that are wicked, I think that we need not worry about this if we are striving our very best to follow Christ and to live those covenants that we have made and to study the scriptures. And I think, therefore, that can hopefully take away some of the anxiety that comes with the second coming. I know that there are some people that are scared of the second coming that would rather not be here and be able to be away from all this happening when this happens. But again, let me remind you that when we read about the things about because this is obviously not all the things that we read in the scriptures about the second coming and we were talking about this more as we go further into the doctrine and covenants the things that are prophesied to happen a lot of them are happening today you know when people say oh i don't want to be around you know and we you might we could ask 
what do you think it will be like at the second coming? I wouldn't be surprised if we look at that time and think, well, it's not too different to now. Of course, there are some things that are prophesied to happen that haven't happened yet. But a lot of the things that have been prophesied are happening today. Um, and so that is something to remember as well. And then let's talk about this graphic language. I mean, it does continue and there's a lot more things prophesied that will happen. Um, but let me, let's just say that perhaps, you know, we're not necessarily going to see this happen in, a, in the way that we think. Yes, of course, this is what the Lord has said and we shouldn't be surprised if it does happen. But I think that there's also this language that's used about the urgency, about it being nigh at hand. Um, and this was, of course, in 1830. So you might wonder, well, if that was, you know, if it was nigh, if it was nigh at hand then, then what is it now? And I think the Lord uses this language to encourage us to be urgent in our work. And of course, whether the second coming is happening in the next five years, 20 years, 50 years, 100 years, the second coming for us and the time that is the time that we need to be prepared for us may relate to the actual event of the second coming, or it may re relate to the event of us leaving this earth. Uh, and that is the time of the coming for us. And so we should live every day as it is, you know, as if the Lord is coming soon. Not necessarily today, because I think if, if I thought the Lord was coming today, I'd act very differently. So if I thought the Lord was coming in two years, but what is important is that we don't think he's going to be coming in 20, 50, 100 years. We should prepare today uh, to be prepared for his coming. Uh, and that is what this section is about, I think, is telling us, yes, it is soon. And we don't know the time. Many prophets and apostles have said they do not know. President Russell, uh, President M. Russell Ballard, I think, has said specifically, you know, with, with all due respect, and I'm paraphrasing what he said, but with all due respect, you know, considering the role that he has, the calling that he has, and if he doesn't know, then we probably do not know. <laughs> um, and I'm sure there are people out there, and I know that there are people out there who have made predictions, who are well-meaning, who have used scriptures and words of prophets to do so. And that's, you know, interesting stuff. But frankly, we do not know. Uh, and so let's prepare today as if it were to be happening soon. Uh, and make those choices to try and reach out and spread that gospel to others and prepare to gather Israel ready for that day. Thank you very much for listening to this uh, study uh, today. Hope you've enjoyed it. Please do continue to follow on the social media platform, uh, on the Facebook group, and also you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you for your time and until we meet again. <laughs>